Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Dog Random Show with your host, Big Dog. Welcome back to the Big Dog Random Show. I'm your host, Big Dog, and this is my beautiful co-host, Trita. Good evening. Hello there. So, we had a very good weekend. Um, we got to go see one of her favorite outlaw singers. Struggle. And? Tommy Vexed. It was a pretty good show. I mean, I'm all new into the outlaw type music but he seems to be talking about stuff that i'm down with so yeah it was a pretty good show what'd you think about it it was good i liked it i enjoyed it you pretty much filmed the whole thing you got a little surprise at the end mm-hmm. you got to get an autograph and take a picture and shake his hand yes i did thanks to my babe <laughs> so yeah everybody that knows me is knows that i wear i get ringed up when i go out wear rings on all my fingers like skulls and wolves and all that stuff and he wears turquoise and he's all ringed up too so we got to do a little fist bump action so i got to fist bump with struggle pretty cool the guy's really nice down to earth guy he's not very he's not snotty really loves the fans Likes to talk to him, you know, shake hands with him. Really cool, down-to-earth guy. I'm sure Tommy Vex was too, but we didn't get to hang out with him. Yes, it was nice concert, and we got, like, VIP. VIP. We had our own bar. We had our own bar and our own little spot on the st- where we could stand next to the stage. So that was a good thing. We didn't... You know, they had the the stage kind of divided. They had the food trucks. Food truck. Yeah, the food was actually pretty good. They had uh, street tacos on the menu, and I was like, what do these people know about street tacos? You know, me, and being, me being brown and all, but I was very impressed with the street tacos. They were good. Then I got me a chili burger. That was good. I also got to meet one of my old school faves, Outlaw Dave. He was really cool. I felt kind of like a bumbling idiot, which I'm normally not a <laughs> starstruck about people that I meet, but it was kind of cool meeting one of my old heroes. He was a DJ at 101 KLOL, and then it turned into like a salsa station, so yeah. But he's got his own thing going, uh, the Outlaw Dave show. So last show, the Halloween special, we did played part of an interview from Norman Lynn Ward about his uh, experiences that he's had since he was a kid. Officer Stephen Ward, dad, and he had some very interesting encounters. Me and my lovely co-host got to speak to him and hear a bunch of his encounters. He has a lot more to tell, but we could only play 30 minutes of his interview on the last show so make sure you listen to that you know what go back and listen to all our stuff everything uh i know some of those shows are a little rough but i'm not a professional i'm just doing this for fun you know hey if you like it cool if you don't like it well you're mean no i'm just kidding 
cool. I mean, if you don't like it, I mean, that's cool, too. You don't have to like it. It's not for everyone. Not everybody's going to be your friend. Not everybody's going to like your stuff. But if you do like it and you want to sponsor the show, you know, hey, it don't hurt. I like money. <laughs> I actually do have a couple sponsors, um, but it'd be cool to have a little bit more, you know, so I could get equipment and, you know, make shows better and maybe take podcast lessons. I don't know what to do with the money. Um, but if I had a million people give me a dollar, you know, I think I would be all right. <laughs> Anywho, did I already mention? Oh. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and play the interview in its entirety and hope you guys enjoy it. And that's my dog doing the bark. So Doing the struggle and growl. Just kidding. <laughs> is that how he does it? Yeah. How does he do it, babe? <laughs> the struggle growl. I can't do it that good. But that struggle Jennings. Struggle Jennings. We even got. I'm still talking about him ever since last night. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it was a good show. He was a really cool guy. What do you expect? You know, good stuff. Um, yeah. So we're gonna play his interview in its entirety. Enjoy the show. Norman Lynn Ward, Officer Steve Ward's dad. Enjoy. Make sure you share the show. I appreciate it. I know we're just small time, but we're just trying to get out there. And we really can't do it without you guys' help. So, thank you. And here's the interview. Yeah, my name is uh, Lynn Ward. And uh, my son, wife, and I live on our family farm, our where I was raised as a kid, and uh, we bought the farm, I guess, about oh, 20 years ago, and, and then uh, had a house built on it, and, and so we live uh, over toward the back of our 40-acre farm, and it's over there that uh, uh, I've been having my experiences. Okay. So... Tell me what you want me to do, and then we'll do it. So what was your your first clue about something wasn't right, something was going on? As far as the Sasquatch? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first uh, one that I saw was when I was about 12 years old, and it was uh, actually sitting over on the uh, in the ditch, uh, on Highway 82, about a, I don't know, maybe a hundred yards from her house, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was a silverback ape, but, oh, wow. you know, I, I told my dad, I said, hey, there, I just saw one of those apes, uh, and he said, well, there's no apes in southwest, southwest Arkansas, you know, and, uh, he said apes and things like that are living in Africa. I said, well, I mean, I just, 
it's what it looked like, you know. And then, uh, I guess when I was about 15, we had a couple of friends that uh, were out visiting, and they wanted to walk over to the creek uh, on the back of our place. And so, it, you know, we said, yeah, go ahead. And it wasn't but just a few minutes more here. They came running back as fast as they could. And uh, they said they saw a big, hairy man. Well, uh, I've, I've been over there a thousand times, and I'd never seen a big, hairy man. But uh, uh, after we moved out here, and uh, uh, it's been about 10 years ago now that we moved out here, uh, I started seeing uh, some you know, strange looking, what I thought were just a man. I thought it was, a, uh, you know, just a guy down there with his dogs and the dogs would run after him and he would run back and forth across the back of our property. And so I just thought he was trying to train his dogs how to hunt. And uh, so after seeing that, one day, uh, my wife and I were out in the, our backyard. We had some guineas, and uh, my son bought a uh, dog pen to put the guineas in, and so that's where we kept them, uh, you know, at night. And uh, one one afternoon, we were putting the guineas in the pen, and I happened to look down into this low area on our farm and we've always called it the circle piece because it's a uh, piece of land that is in the shape of an arc and so it was a circle piece you know and uh, I saw this white ape looking creature climbing in the top of a sweet gum tree down there in the uh, you know, in that low place. And so uh, I said, well, I'm going to walk down there and see what that is. You know, I mean, uh, there's, there's no apes that live here, and there's no, certainly no white apes. A white ape would live in uh, Arctic or someplace like that, you know. But uh, anyway, I went down there uh, to see if I could find out. Uh, what it was, when I got down there, the top of the sweet gum tree was broken out and off the ground and the two or three limbs were broken, but uh, the ape was not there. So after having seen those few things, I knew that there was something kind of uh, strange or a, a a group of apes or something kind of strange living on our property or actually along the creek on our property. Right. So I uh, happened to be on our back porch one day when I saw five deer come bounding out of that circle piece. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but they would just jump, you know, looks like they can jump 10 feet in the air, you know, and they were just 
getting out of there as quickly as I could, and right on the tail of that last deer was this huge Sasquatch. It, uh, this thing was, uh, I guess, I mean, I don't know, I guess it was like 10 feet tall, huge across the shoulder, had that little head sitting on its shoulders, uh, or, yeah, just, you know, it didn't have a neck, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And then uh, he got to a, a tree at the top of the, uh, at the top of that hill that's coming up out of the, uh, the that low area, and he stopped and turned around and ran as fast I mean, he, he was almost like a blur. I couldn't believe that he was running that fast, but he was he was actually out running those deer. He was catching up to them, and and I'm sure he would have caught one had uh, had he not stopped and gone back down into the uh, to that lower area. Anyway, I uh, all I had on was some house shoes and. Uh, you know, just short pants, and so I just took off running down to where I saw him because the one of the deer had uh, turned around and she was trying to go back down in that lower area, and I, you know, I was yelling at her not to go back because I was afraid she would uh, she would be killed and uh, you know become his meal or what he. Anyway, she she went on back down in there, and the other four deer went a different direction. And well, a little bit later on, I saw where she actually turned around and went back with them. But but those are uh, some of the things that I had seen that made me aware that something was going on uh, on our property. Uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, you've been having experiences since you were very young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Started out uh, when I was about 12. And, uh, but, I mean, I didn't see them regularly when I was a kid. I just saw uh, that one time, and then my friends saw uh, something. And, but we didn't just see them every time we went out into the woods. Right. Uh, now, there were times when strange strange things happened when I was out there. Like, uh, it, it would become so quiet. Um, you, you, you know, just no birds, no animals, no anything. And, and then, uh, this one particular time I was down in the, the circle piece and uh, it became like that and I thought, man, you know, wonder, I can't figure out why there was nothing moving and then all of a sudden it sounded like a tree uh, fell right beside me, like a, a, a huge, a huge tree. And so, uh, I 
I got up and looked around. <laughs> there wasn't any tree. I don't, I don't know what made that sound. And, uh, and then so those kind of things happened when I was growing up. But after we moved out here uh, about ten years ago, that's when I started seeing. Uh, oh, I think I've seen like nine different Sasquatches so far since I've been we've been out here. Um, male, female, brown, black, white. Um, the uh, babies, and I'm talking about an infant. I saw an infant that was so tiny it looked like a squirrel monkey. Wow. That, that one of the females was carrying around out here uh, one night. And Do you know what uh, color that one was? Pardon? What color that one was? Uh, they were brown. Brown? Uh-huh. <clears throat> now, do they look more human or gorilla-like from what uh, you just... That's a good question. They, I think they are. Uh, I think they're definitely gorillas, but okay. they they do have a lot of uh, characteristics, you know, uh, in that they have a nose and a mouth, and uh, they generally look like a, a human, but uh, you know, in the face. But they're so big that. Uh, you know, I mean, I've never seen any animals that big anywhere except uh, in a zoo, like you see an elephant or something. Uh, but these uh, these things are uh, even the female that I saw one night was was huge. She was probably eight feet eight feet tall, something like that. Now, when they walk around, do they just walk around on two legs, or do they kind of walk on all fours, or maybe a combination of both? Both. Both? Uh, I've seen them running on all fours, and they run, but they they get around just as well on two legs. Right. Uh, uh, I saw this female one, one uh, morning, Three o'clock in the morning, uh, my wife had uh, woke me up and asked me if I could hear those people outside talking, and I said, "No." Besides, you know, we live about a quarter of a mile from from anybody, huh? That and they wouldn't be out there talking, but that's what she heard. So uh, I just got my flashlight and walked right on out and to see who it was or what it was and man I walked right up to uh, these uh, three Sasquatch uh, that were out in the backyard and I mean I was right up next to them and I uh, was after I saw them I tried talking to them and of course obviously they didn't know what I was saying but uh, I thought that uh, she was bringing that uh, to me. I thought she was going to give it to me. And so I, I reached, I bent over to pick it up, 
and she she beat me to it. Oh, she, <laughs> she grabbed the baby. Yeah, she got it. She didn't want me picking it up. And then what was so funny about her, now she was standing there with two legs, uh, and uh, then after she picked up that baby, she put it in the crook of her right arm, and, and then she walked on three legs. In other words, she walked on one, she put one hand down and then the two feet, and then she put that hand down as she made progress going along. Uh, but she never used that right arm because she yeah. was carrying a baby in it. I don't know why she didn't just walk on two legs, you know, but then when she finally crawled around out in the pasture for, oh, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes, and me looking at them, well, she, she finally uh, stood up, and that big, that big uh, Sasquatch, that big black one was out there uh, waiting for her to get over to where he was, and they both then just stepped over uh, our neighbor's fence and walked on off. And, and then she was carrying the baby, uh, you know, and walking on two legs. Right. They probably didn't see you as a threat. I mean, if for them to get that close to you and interact with you like that, they might have thought you were friendly. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a threat, and uh, I'm sure they they knew it, but uh, they still could have uh, they still could have tried to hurt me or something, but they didn't. They just. They just weren't there, you know, and and uh, I was looking at them. They were looking back at me. And do you and do you think ahead. it? Do you think it may be in the same ones that were around when you were younger that they've got to know you or sort of watched you from a distance and got to know that you were not a bad dude? No, I don't think it was. Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, these things. Um, uh, back when I was growing up, I, I never saw them, you know, except for that one or two times I've mentioned. They weren't, they weren't over there at the creek when I would go over. And I mean, we, my brothers and I would go over like every day. Uh, and, uh, you know, just piddling around over there and walking up and down the, the creek. But, uh, when when we moved out here, uh, that's when they just you're just liable to see one at any time. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, I were to walk outside right now and they'll be walking around out there. They're just they're uh, they're here in a different way now, so I. I don't think it was the same uh, same group of of uh, Sasquatch as back then. Right. But these these now are uh, they just I don't know how to tell you they just live there 
along that creek, and I, the creek is probably, oh, I don't know, a couple of hundred yards from our back door, and it goes from the uh, east to west, or west to east, uh, on uh, right behind our property. The creek is not actually on our property. It's just maybe 20 or 30 feet from our our uh, fence line, you know. And uh, so that's where they they kind of stay over there. And I think maybe uh, I think maybe they uh, travel uh, in a probably a, a big area. And because I, I don't think they stay here all the time, but uh, like I say, you, they might very well be down there any time. Right. But I think what they, uh, I've been talking with people about them, and I think what they probably eat is uh, hogs. We have a lot of hogs down in in the, the bottom area. Uh, oh, stretch it all the way from. Uh, I know you don't know our the lay of our land, but we have a bio that's about uh, a mile, maybe two miles from from our house, and uh, and uh, it could be that they're. Uh, and, and those pigs are just all over the place, you know. Right. I, I think that's probably what they eat <clears throat> uh, However, that day I saw him uh, chase a deer. Uh, I think he was uh, trying to catch one to, you know, for food. Yeah, they, um, have, I mean, it's pretty brutal the way they hunt. I don't know if you ever seen them actually take one down or or you know catch a hog I've, I've heard where people said they seen them grab the back legs and slam them against a tree or just smash their head with their fists like like the hulk would do um or throw a big log at them and that's how they would kill them and um <clears throat> i heard that when they hunt deers they'll just grab the the head and just twist it and normally it'll just stop yeah, I mean, uh, if you were to see uh, this big creature chasing a deer, you would be just totally amazed at how much bigger he is than a deer. A deer is like a a little dog to a human, you know. Hmm. That sucker can run. They can run fast now, and. Uh, uh, I'm sure they can run just as fast on two legs as they could on four, but he, he just happens to be chasing those uh, deer on four legs. Yeah, when when it was running after the deer, was it making a lot of noise or was it really quiet, really silent? Yeah, he, was, he wasn't making any noise that I heard. Uh, of course, I was uh, maybe 50 yards away from him. Uh, he, he could have been, you know, making some kind of a noise that the deer uh, would have heard. 
Yeah, I mean, because if you're describing how big it is and and how fast it was moving, you would think it would sound like a garbage truck pulling through the <laughs> through the woods. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And but uh, I don't. I think they're relatively quiet, even though they are like uh, so big. Uh, I just. I mean, you just have to be out there when one of them kind of walks up uh, and then you would, uh, you know that they that they can move around quietly I I know I was uh, uh, going back to that uh, Sasquatch that the, the dogs were chasing uh, after I had seen it oh for I don't know how many days of a, a good month every day I would see the uh, dogs chasing after this animal which I, I thought was a man but it was I know now that it wasn't and uh, the reason I know is because one day I was out um, in the backyard and our guineas uh, you know how they can alert you to uh a danger right right you know and so they started their yell or their uh whatever it is kind of like squirrels do and different animals if you're in tune with the environment you know that there's something yeah <clears throat> you, you know something's about to go on or is going on right that's that's what i teach my kids to listen really? to that type of stuff Anyway, this particular day, I saw the uh, the guineas started. They jumped up on the fence and were yelling at, at something. And so I looked, and uh, I could hear the uh, little beagle sound, um, uh, like I'd heard many times before, uh, and. I just happened to look at in our pasture, and here came a Sasquatch running across the field, and he looked, uh, he looked kind of like a howler monkey, except, you know, three or four times as big, and uh, he was black, and he had white uh, on his hand and kind of up his arms a little bit. He had white on him, so he was white and black. And uh, down, oh, not very far from our back tent, the, those Sasquatch have bent over a cedar tree. Mm -hmm. they, they just bent it over and uh, uh, it, it stays in that bent over shape. Uh, anyway, he ran over and got under that cedar tree, and I said, oh boy, now something's going to happen here, and sure enough, here came that dog running right behind him, uh, not really looking, but just smelling, you know, as he went. Mm -hmm. He goes over to that tree, and I don't know if you've ever heard of dogs scream or not, but... Uh, this little thing, he just let out a, literally a scream, and uh, then he 
immediately went back the way he came with his little tail tucked underneath him. I mm. guess it. I guess that thing scared him. I don't know. But, uh, just, uh, just, it was just a funny scene. Uh, as it happened, I, I got my son, and we went down there and tried to find some tracks, but couldn't. It, uh, even though it's wet down in there, a lot of times it's uh, uh, just nothing but grass, you know, and weeds and stuff like that. And so it's kind of hard to find any uh, tracks of any of any kind, and so we weren't able to find anything. Uh, but uh, so I mean, I've I've seen them running, and I think they're playing with the the dogs. I don't think that the dogs are not. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, uh, if the dogs were being aggressive towards them, or if it seemed like they were kind of like friendly, had a friendly relationship? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's friendly, but it's certainly not aggressive. Um, the uh, the dogs, uh, even our dogs, uh, they want to chase them, you know. Uh, they're not afraid of them. But uh, I know that uh, they could certainly hurt uh, hurt a dog. They could kill a dog, uh, or you know, it's, it's whatever they wanted to do. They could do it. Uh, I know one day I was down in that area by the creek, and our dogs were down there, and so I went down there to try to get them back up to the house. And uh, our big, biggest dog, uh, I heard him yell, and then he uh, splashed in, into the creek. And so uh, I went over and got over there kind of close to him, and it was like something threw him into the creek, you know. Uh, when I looked at him he was in a position where he was ready to fight you know in fact he barked at me when I uh, uh, tried to get close to him because something had something had scared him yes. and I, I think one of them threw him into the into the creek you know but he wasn't hurt or anything I just uh, just funny how it, it worked out okay we got a qu another question Okay. Um, I was wondering, what time of day do you mostly see them, like during the day or at night? Yeah, uh, when I see them, I see them during the day. Uh, now, that one time where I saw the uh, female carrying the, the little infant, now that was 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that was, it was dark, but... Any other time that I've seen them has been in daylight, um, you know, maybe 11 o'clock in the morning or some somewhere along in there. <laughs> and um, uh, especially, especially those uh, uh, those big uh, those running through the pasture and things like that. That's that's definitely in the daytime. Right. 
So that white one that you said you saw, do you think that may have been an albino one? I don't know what that was. I, that's why I wanted to get down there and see it. And uh, because I definitely, and I remember my wife was up there, and I, I told her, I said, do you? And I pointed to him and I said, do you see that white ape down in the, uh, you know, in that tree? I don't think she ever saw it, but uh, so I, that's why I went down there. I wanted to go down there and see what it was, but it looked like a white ape. And it and was. I, I think it may have been an albino. Do you, you think know? it was? It was it just as big as the other ones? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, climbing in the top of a tree, and it. We're talking about a eight or nine foot tall beans and that's why I think he broke the top out of the tree and the limbs out of the tree yeah. and I just couldn't couldn't believe that that thing was uh, actually trying to climb a tree of all things hmm. but uh, I've heard that other people have seen them in trees, so evidently they do, uh, you know, do, they are able to climb trees and uh, and what have you. But this was not a real big tree, you know. Uh, it was uh, tall, but it uh, wasn't real, oh, maybe, maybe it was 10 inches in diameter and it, you know, it's just too small for something like that to be climbing in it. Um, what other colors have you seen on, like, the Sasquatches? Do you want to say that again? Uh, what other colors have you seen? Oh, I've seen brown and uh, black. And then I saw one that was uh, black with white on his hands and... Uh, in his arms, you know, the inside of his arms. So, I think the, I think the ones that I, at least the ones that live around here, uh, must be mainly black and brown. That one white one was just a, an oddity, you know. I wonder if it, it was an older one. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was what you said earlier. I think it was just a, like an albino or something. I mean, uh, I, I didn't get close enough to see. I wish I could have got close and, you know, where you could see his eyes and uh, skin and what have you. But I just I didn't get that close. Uh, he, was, he was just too far away and I couldn't tell what exactly what he was. Okay. So when, like, when you see them at night, do, have you seen like their eyes glowing or anything? Yeah, uh, their eyes don't glow, but if you shine a light into them, uh, they will uh, shine. Then you know, and the ones that I've seen have green eye shine, and I know a lot of people say, "Oh, they." have red uh you know red glowing eyes and what have you but not the one i've seen uh the, the ones i've seen are just 
huge, and I want you to understand that we're talking about a big animal. Um, and uh, if you walk up, now I'm six, a little over six feet tall, and when I walked up to that female that uh, evening or that morning, uh, it was uh, it was way taller than she was way taller than me. And uh, she was, by the way, shaped differently than the male. The male was just, he was like maybe four feet across the chest or maybe even bigger. And, uh, you know, and then he came down to where he was slim along the sides of him. But she she was like a, almost an egg-shaped, uh, you know, she... She was thin at her shoulders and got bigger at her hips. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it's just because she was female and the males are just, they just shaped differently. But uh, <clears throat> she had that baby, and I'm talking about that infant. Mm -hmm. that, that little thing was, uh, I just wish that it, someone other than me i wish could someone could have seen it because it was just I, I just was amazed at how little that it was and i knew that uh it was going to grow <laughs> <laughs> you think well, maybe I, it was just born like, oh yeah just brand yeah. new i think it was brand new i mean i think she probably had had that thing just a day or two you know uh, oh, wow was it uh, like already hairy or was it not that hairy the baby he was hairy he had brown he, he didn't have like hair just more like a uh oh a fur coat you know but he was brown like she was and you could def definitely tell it was a boy i could not tell it was a boy oh okay uh, I, I i didn't get close enough to examine it I think it was and the reason I do is about two years later <clears throat> I saw her down under a, a oh a tree and she was she was eating acorns you know and that she had a little uh, a little uh, Sasquatch with her. He was probably three feet tall now, you know, after a year or so. And he was, uh, he would run off about 30 or 40 feet from her and then turn around and run back and just jump right on top of her, you know. I mean, he just, hmm. he was using her as a playmate or something. And, but she never did she didn't scold him i sat there and watched him for a while and he would just he would just get off of her and he'd take off running and then here he would come and, and jump right back on top of her oh like she was some kind of one of those jungle gyms or those big inflated <laughs> he was using her as a as a uh play thing you know yeah <laughs> but i mean i i know it was the same ones because uh, I just know it was, you know, and he had uh, 
he gotten a lot bigger <laughs> in just a year or so. You know? Well, I'm sure they got to grow fast. <laughs> yeah, don't you know it? I mean, uh, they pretty much have to because it's not long before they're six or seven feet tall. Most of the ones that I've seen, though, are real thin. Um, the uh, I'm pretty sure they're males because of their shape, but uh, they uh, they just uh, are exceptionally thin. I I saw one. I guess it's a month ago now. Yeah, we were coming back home from church and my wife was driving and as we came down uh, our driveway it kind of turns you know we live off the highway and uh, we go across a pond and turn and come to the house well I saw one behind the cedar tree and uh, I got her to stop and I uh, got out and tried to run over there where it was and when I got there man it was gone mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a real tall thin black one and I don't know but what they grow tall and then start maybe growing out you know uh, but the, the one uh Main male. I don't know if he was the the father or what, but he was he was huge. He was he probably weighed oh man, he probably weighed seven eight hundred pounds, you know. And even though he was that big and strong looking, he could he could run. I I, I would be surprised if he was running 50 miles an hour he he just just so fast you know oh they move they move especially on all fours they are quick yeah i'm trying to think of uh of uh oh i wanted to i was going to tell you uh of their vocalization oh yeah Uh, the uh when we when we moved out here, uh, and I would go out and feed our donkeys, and we had a couple of cows back then. So in the morning early, I'd go out and feed them, and uh, I would hear this thing yelling, or his uh, the call that he was making, and he started off like a a uh, a horse, you know, a whinny sound like a horse makes. Mm-hmm. And then he went on with that for maybe, and and I'm not stretching it here when I tell you, he went with that sound for about thirty seconds, and then he started a barking sound like a dog. He barked. And uh, he he did that for about thirty seconds, and then he started howling like a uh, oh a coyote, and he would make that sound for about thirty seconds, and so for uh, about a minute or a minute and a half, 
that was his vocalization. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'd go down there to, to uh, try to see him, uh, or, you know, early in the morning. And his, and the uh, sound that, that this thing was making was so loud, it uh, just would like penetrate your body. You could just, you could just feel the thing yelling. Uh, it, you kind of get what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's like low frequency that shakes your chest. Yeah, it's just really, it's just really amazing. I, I just couldn't believe it. And then he would, even though I never did see this one, and never did see him yelling, he would go along the creek from the uh, west side of our property uh, along the east to the east side and then he would uh, just continue howling like that uh, until you just couldn't hear him anymore. He went on down into the river bottoms. Oh, he'd uh, walk, walk off screaming? Yeah. So, I mean, he just, you could just hear him. He got, uh, you know, uh, he got lighter, the, the sound was uh, not as uh, prevalent as he went because he, he was getting away from you. And there are ponds down that way, and uh, oh, I don't know, the bio is down that way, and so I'm sure he just went that way every day to uh, to to hunt or, or to gather whatever food he was eating. And you think they use that for communication with other clans? I think I think they probably do. Um, however, I never heard any. Uh, I never heard any um, animal calling back at him. Oh, you know? okay. Now, uh, my son and I would go out and. I know a couple of times we'd go out and we'd uh, hit hit um, a tree, you know, with a stick or something, and, and they would answer back. If you if you hit a a tree with a a, a board or or a limb or something like that, it would just be a few seconds, you know, maybe fifteen or twenty seconds. If they would answer back um, by making the same sound, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the the thing is, uh, I know they're still here uh, because I saw that one about a month ago, and uh, I was a little bit worried about it because the the. Uh, Arkansas Highway Department is um, they're rebuilding a bridge uh, just right up the road from us and uh, I thought maybe that that it was going to uh, affect the, the Sasquatches that maybe they wouldn't uh, come back until they quit working on that bridge but since I've seen this one uh just recently, I know they're still here. Right. They're probably not too much bothered by people. Yeah. 
don't know if they are at all uh, scared of us, you know, of humans or not. I know that for the longest time uh, we would uh, take cakes and cookies and bread and all uh, just all kinds of treats down there and, and uh, throw it out. And, and I'm pretty sure they got the eating some of that, you know, and got kind of used to us doing that. I, I really need to, to start doing it again. To Yeah, I've, I've always heard bad things about doing that, that if you ever stop feeding them, that they would tear up your house and come in and stuff like that. Kind of like feeding a bear. Yeah. Know? But you oh, haven't yeah. experienced anything like that. Oh, no, no. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I certainly wouldn't want them coming in and, you know, tearing up the house or anything. But uh, I think maybe that's why they were up here that one time, you know. Maybe they were looking for something. Either that or they were trying to get a guinea, you know, because uh, that's where I'm I located them right, right out there by that guinea pen. Now, oh, what, do you, <laughs> what do you think these things are? I mean, do you think they've been here before us? Do you think uh, they were created in a laboratory? Or what do you think they are? I don't know. Uh, I think, really, I think that they're just uh, these animals that have always lived around here because uh, you know I'm talking about uh, I'm 75 years old well, I, I saw one when I was 10 about 10 years old so that's 65 years ago and uh, then I have you know the friends that we had saw uh, one uh, maybe 55 years ago so I mean they, they've been here uh, all along, I believe. It's just that uh, we have uh, begun to build houses and, you know, take over part of their environment, and we're seeing them more than perhaps we did years ago. Uh, that's about the only thing I can think of. Uh, but I think they've just always been here. Right, right. Now, with that in mind, have you ever had anything with them messing with any of your property, like shovels or anything, you know, missing? No, I don't recall anything like they that. Don't, they don't mess with none of your stuff? I don't think they do. Uh, I'm not saying that, that they haven't, but, I, but I've never noticed never noticed anything out of place or for they you oh, know. okay okay well that's good they're not pranksters they're not messing with all your stuff <laughs> yeah they just uh, I think they're just I mean I, I don't know what to started uh, encroaching on 
their, you know, place where they live. So they're basically just coexisting with with us right now. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to tell you something, and I I'm not really trying to I'm not really trying to say anything out of the way here, but I uh, have gotten up early in the morning sometimes and go out. And I see a light uh, about tree treetop high, and the light will go back and forth along where that creek is. I know what you're talking. You're talking about the orbs. Yeah. Yeah, that's normal. People have been seeing those. I've seen them myself. And I, I don't know if they have any. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know if it if it has anything to do with uh, these animals or it's just something that's that's, that's hard to say, really hard to say because, like I said, people have been seeing these orbs. I've seen them personally. Yeah. Um, but to know if they're somehow together or have anything to do with each other, it's hard to say. It really is. And, uh, now, as far as any other kind of animals that I have seen out here, I have seen, uh, uh, I did see a huge bird one time. I, I think maybe Stephen mentioned that to you. Uh, that was, this bird was, uh, larger than a, his body was larger than a a man's body. His wingspread was probably twenty-five feet, something like that. I mean, this was a huge bird, and uh, he was some sort of a raptor because he kind of looked like an eagle in a way, you know. Oh, so it had feathers. Oh yeah, okay. he was, and he. Uh, when he, uh, uh, we were we were just kids outside playing. Well, when he when he came over, well, you know, just we just we went back into the house because uh, he could easily catch a a, a kid or uh, you know I don't know how uh, how small you would have to be, but I mean this thing was big. And uh, how long ago was that? Oh, this uh, this is when I was about uh, oh, 15 years old. Oh, okay, it was a long time ago when that thing uh, finally took off flying uh, away from us or away from our house. It it took him it took him a good 20 minutes to get uh, far enough away to where he just, it wasn't, wasn't interesting to look at him, you know. Wow. Uh, he was, he was that big. And uh, I, I don't know what he was. Uh, I, I tried to figure out what kind of a bird he was, but there isn't anything. Uh, Have you seen a condor? 
before? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it didn't look like that? Oh, no. No, this thing was, uh... I'm telling you, this thing was huge. Oh. So it looked like a raptor, like a bird of prey, like an eagle or a hawk or something? Yeah. Oh, wow, that sounded like the Thunderbird. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, that's the only thing that I have come up with that it might could have been. It was a Thunderbird. But they're not supposed to be any such thing as a Thunderbird. But there's not supposed to be no such thing as Sasquatch. There's not supposed to be no such thing as orbs floating around in the air, but we're seeing them. Yeah. Hey, you're right. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, hey, that was uh, something that uh, I saw when I was a kid that was just uh, terribly unusual, you know. Yes, sir. I'm glad nothing happened to you guys as far as it <laughs> swooping down on you. He could have. Yeah. But, uh, but we spotted him and we got back into the house. And that way. Uh, what, what year do you think that was? Because I know there was another incident where uh, where a kid was actually picked up by something, a bird. Uh, uh, what year was that? I was uh, probably 1955, uh, somewhere along in there. Okay. We'll have to do research on that and see if, if it lines up. <laughs> sight probably look for goats and dogs yeah I mean I've seen a uh, eagle carrying the a leg of a of a deer before oh wow so I mean you know if, if they could carry the leg a leg of a deer something as big as I as um, my brothers and I saw could kill uh, could uh, yeah, kill and carry a small. I'm talking about a big deer, you know. Something 50, 60 pounds. 
Man, you gave, you gave me a lot. I appreciate it. I mean, if you got any more, I'll gladly stay on the line. But, I mean, I really appreciate you uh, coming on. Um, and if you got any more, do not hesitate to to call me or, or whatever. You know, we'll, we'll do some more if you got any more. Well, uh, the only thing I have is right now that I'm thinking of is, uh, you know, flying saucers uh, that I've seen. Oh, yeah? Give them to us. <laughs> well, I, I really need to sit down and think about it, you know. Okay, we can do it another time. And maybe get Steven to holler at you sometime. Oh, definitely. Yes, yes. Uh, we, You know, we do it all, you know. Uh, we've had... Uh, our own ufo experiences so there's, n there's nothing that's not <laughs> nothing taboo on here okay so we talk about it all i mean i've i've had uh guests talk about ghosts i've had guests talk about uh what was that puck wedgie uh you know we get it all i've seen ghosts um uh, I, I guess that there's very few people but there are some people who seem to see everything you know yes uh, i mean i've seen sasquatch i've seen uh, big bird i've seen ghost i've seen flying saucers uh, uh, i don't know do you, do you know what blood type you are i know it's kind of weird but i'm trying well, to do this thing I, where i don't know that it really has anything to do with it but i'm all positive Okay, because I've been doing research on uh, people that uh, you know, there's people that experience all kinds of things, and yeah, we believe that uh, maybe there's some sort of uh, trying to connect the dots, seeing why certain people see things, why certain people don't, you know, stuff like that. I mean, have you ever had uh, any injuries where you almost passed away or anything? Uh, I've had to, you know fairly serious injuries but not anything uh not anything that severe oh okay because i've known some people that almost died and then they come back and they just can see everything everything's different to them <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i do i know what you mean i, I don't know why i am one of the chosen ones but uh, it's kind of like my son you know he He's right here with me, and he's never seen a Sasquatch. And he, he's heard the whooping before, but... And I think he may have seen a flying saucer, but, uh, you know, I seems like I see everything. I, I just don't know why, but some people do, and some people don't. Uh, it's a mystery. It is. And uh, you're not alone. I've no, I know I've talked to a lot of people that's got all different flavors going on i think it's just because once you've seen something you're more aware of what's out there yeah you're, you're paying attention well i was uh it may be you know there may be some truth to that i i was five when i uh was taking the on board a flying saucer and uh, so I uh, maybe 
because of that, I've seen a lot of other things, you know, like made you aware, you know, like you said. Pay attention, yeah. Anyway, that's about it. Uh, I'm going to hand you back over to Stephen, and I'll do some thinking on my flying saucer story and all. Yes, sir. <laughs> we definitely got to get more. <laughs> definitely got to get you back on. I really appreciate you. Hold on a second. Hey, big dog, I'm going to have him tell you about something that he used to tell us when we were kids, and and, uh, it was about a family gathering that they had. Oh, yeah. And uh, it happened out on on this same place. Okay. uh, I'm going to have him tell you about that. Then I I believe it was a cousin of yours that had an experience on the fence. The thing was sitting on the fence. It was uh, our neighbor. Neighbor. Okay, so I'm gonna have him. This this happened a long time ago when when he was a younger man, uh, but it was on this same place and and in the same area. So I reminded him about that. He's gonna tell you about it. Okay. 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 I uh, I forgot about that. Uh, there used to, used to be when I was a when I was a kid that uh, the grownups would say that something would come through the area. I don't know if, if you've ever, if any grown-ups have ever told you anything like that, but uh, they would say, well, it's about that time of the year when this thing comes through, or mm-hmm. you know, and so but anyway, uh, one day, uh, or one at night, uh, we were we were in the house over there, uh, our old house, and uh, I had some cousins and aunts and uncles from Houston come up, and everybody was in one room, and we were all talking. I mean, you know, you couldn't understand anything because everybody was talking and laughing and carried on. Mm-hmm. When uh, something out in our front yard screamed so loud that it just drowned us all out. You know, we just, all of a sudden, we were completely quiet and that thing was screaming like a, it sounded like a a woman screaming for her life. You know, I, I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that, that sound, and then, uh, we had some dogs outside that, uh, I remember saying, well, at least we've got, uh, uh Lep, named Lep, L-E-P, Lep and John, I said, well, at least Lep and John out there, and they'll protect us, and it was about then that I heard something bumping underneath our house and whining and I realized that Lep and John were as far up under the house as they could get and they were they were scared to death of this thing. Well the Yeah. The next day we go up to our neighbor's house and there in her in her front yard or their front yard was their dog it was laying there dead and uh so 
I forget who, one of us asked her, what happened to your dog, you know? And she said, well, that thing that came through last night, uh, the dog went out barking at it, and she said it, it hit the dog and killed it, you know? And so uh, I was then thinking, well, maybe Lip and John were smarter than I gave them credit for. But anyway, Wow. Up the up the highway from us was a guy who had a a store, <clears throat> you know, just sell little incidentals, uh, bread and you know milk and things like that. And uh, he said that uh, he heard his cows out there uh, kind of acting up, and didn't didn't know what was going on, so he. He went out to check on his cows, and when he went through the gate to uh, to where the cows were, something he said hit him on top of the head. He said it was sitting on the fence, and it just hit him on the head. He said he turned around, went back in the house. He said he didn't let the cows fend for themselves. Right. <laughs> He, was, he didn't want to get hit by that thing. So what? It hit him with its hand, or or what did it hit him with? Yeah, yeah. I guess with his hand. Wow. Whatever it was, I mean, I don't think they tried to hurt him. I think it just popped him up the side of the head, you know. And then uh, I had a cousin that just lived up the road from us, and he said that. That night, the dogs were acting up, so he went out to uh, check on the dogs, and whatever was out there put his paws on his shoulders, and uh, said like this, you know, like scared him to death. Of course, I can imagine, and so that was uh, from a thing that just would come through. Uh, say every year in October or something like that, you know. Came through every year. Wow. Uh, Did anybody see it? Well, uh, yeah, there's uh, some saw it, but uh, it was dark, you know, and they couldn't really tell much about it. I think it probably, I don't know, I, I just sort of think it was a Sasquatch, you know. I, I just don't know. But uh, I just always thought it was uh, something like that anyway. Could be. That, that's why I was wondering if anybody's ever seen it. Yeah. But it sounds like yeah. this guy's had a bad attitude. <laughs> People uh, were afraid of it. You know, they were afraid to go out. And I don't blame them. If it was, was hit you or you or do whatever it did. And, and is that everything, Stephen? Oh. Okay, Stephen says that's all. But let me uh, let me uh, do some thinking about my uh, flying saucer, and I'll get you to call you back one day. Yeah, definitely. We'll do a show just on that. 
Alright. <laughs> well, I All just right. want to say I appreciate you coming on and sharing with right. us your uh, stories and stuff. And we hope we do you justice by getting it out there. Uh, maybe uh, people out there in your area or someone else has had ex similar experiences and will help them deal with it. Well, I don't know. I haven't heard of anybody. Now, there, I know there's people down on Red River that have seen uh, these big eight black animals. Uh, but that's, you know, that may be 10, 15 miles from here. So uh, maybe it'll help somebody. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, you never know. They don't, they're not really bothering me. They just... It's just, they just live here, kind of the way I look at it, you know. Well, you never know. Yeah, you, I keep my eyes peeled. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I imagine that would be uh, be very interesting to, to have that experience. So, you know, the world's a, the world's a great place, and it's a, a beautiful place, and and uh, it's kind of neat to, to think that there's uh, things that we don't know about. You know, absolutely. And it's, it's amazing. And it's cool that you have an open mind to the subject because a lot of people don't, especially, you know, in law enforcement or different uh, deals like that. You know, the police officer on, on my show. I don't know if you listen to it, Officer Doppelganger. I don't know. Okay. And they've had experiences like more of a spiritual, you know, ghost stuff. But, yeah, so like I said, I appreciate you, uh, you know, letting us get you and your dad on yeah yeah and uh you know i'm you know when he gets his ufo stuff ready just let me know man we'll fire it up and get that mic going sure um, sure that'd be great i know he'll he'll enjoy talking about that you know it's stuff that i've i've heard from him all my life right uh, growing up and you know i just uh like I say i you know we don't know everything about the world and uh you know there's stuff out there that people find all the time so i think it just makes the, the world a better place that you know you can you can imagine the different things that are out there and, and you know when people see something uh i just don't like when people just immediately discredit them i, I just don't think that's fair uh, you know because people some people don't want to understand some people don't want to believe that something like that could exist or well, you know. some people can't just comprehend they can't accept stuff like that you know it's like it rattles their whole cage it rattles everything you know that they believe and everything changes it it happened to me too you know uh -huh. when i had my experience um i was like now what everything that i've <laughs> been yeah. told is bullcrap you know yeah yeah they say well, that monsters don't exist and they do yeah, I mean, there's just, you know, there's things out there in the world that, you know, are, are different. And, 
you know, if, uh, if, if a Bigfoot walks by, then I think that's just a, a cool thing, you know. Uh, uh, you know, but I, I'm not going to discredit anybody for saying they saw something because, you know, a lot of people say, we saw bear, you misidentified that. Well, well you know, it's just one. If, if one of them is, is uh, truly legit at all the thousands of reports, then that means it exists. Right. You know? So, uh, you know, I think it's just a... Uh, the world is a great place, and there's so many different things out there. And like I said, it, it, it's it's nice to know that not everything is known, you know. Right. Well, so it just, it's that little bit of imagination, you know, that makes the world uh, more of a, a, a better place. So, right, right. Well, could, like I said, I appreciate you, uh, you know, letting us talk to your dad and you coming on. Yeah. Well, and, we appreciate it. I know Daddy enjoyed it. And I enjoyed uh, listening to him uh, again tell his, his stories and his experiences. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll get. We'll try to. I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing, and then I'll get it. I'll get it out. All right. Well, but, uh, you, need any, you know, just holler at us, and as soon as he uh, he gets all that in his mind uh, of, of you know his experiences and, and thinks about it, I'll I'll. Uh, send you a message or give you a call and, and we'll do that yes sir sounds good all right well y'all be safe thank y'all so much thank you all right talk to y'all later good night good night good night good that was freaking awesome what do you think mm. babe good. a lot of stuff that he said matches up with a lot of other experiences that other people have had and stories that I've heard in the past and the thing is is that he can't he can't really be making it up you know uh, or or being influenced by a lot of stuff uh you know YouTube and stuff like that you know he's he's an older gentleman so yeah for him to uh share the, his experience um it was really cool that they they told us about it I just want to say thank you for listening and good night. Thank you for listening to the Big Dog Random Show. Before we go, I just want to thank everybody who supported my show, uh, the people that are sponsoring me. I just want to say thank you. If you guys would do me a favor and share this show and contact me at the big dog underscore random underscore show at yahoo.com and I have a Facebook page big dog random show you can contact me there but again thank you for everybody who's supported me I appreciate it all my guests everybody who's listening Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.